Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, Support in Life's Hard Battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. Restore us to yourself, O Lord, that we may be restored. Renew our days as of old, unless you have utterly rejected us and you remain exceedingly angry with us. Lamentations 5, verses 21 and 22. I recently finished reading the book of Lamentations. I also watched a little video on the Bible app by the Bible Project about the book. And basically, it seems like a book of whining. But I hate whining. It's one of my pet peeves. Whining is like nails on a chalkboard to me. Actually, I think I might prefer the screeching chalkboard. Maybe it's because I'm a mom and I've had some experience with little people whining at me. I used to have a little wooden sign in my kitchen that said, Thou shalt not whine. Or... Maybe it runs deeper than that. I don't like to be a burden to others. And I think that if I'm whining, they really don't want to hear it. And I find myself transferring that impression onto God. I think it's not okay to whine to him. He doesn't need to hear that. Maybe he doesn't want to hear it. Shouldn't I be praising him? Shouldn't I be exalting him? However, when my friends share their heavy burdens with me, I don't think this way at all. I love that they trust me enough to share the heavy stuff. I feel honored and it brings us closer. Could this be how God feels too? Could sharing my heavy burdens with him show love, trust, and honor? Could it bring me closer to him? Still, whining seems wrong to me. Maybe Lamentations is not a book of whining. Then it would have been called The Whining or something else equally creative. So what is whining? According to Webster, a whine is a nasal childish tone of mean complaint. Hmm. Yeah, I can recall many moments like this. Why is it usually in the kitchen? Okay, moving on. So 
Let's look further. What does it mean to complain? Again, according to Webster, to complain means to find fault or express feelings of pain, dissatisfaction, or resentment, or to lament. Feel like we're going in circles yet? Lament means to express grief, to weep or wail, to mourn. So, lamenting seems to be a way of putting our grief into words, or trying to, even if they come out as tears. Lamentations are expressions of emotions as a result from loss. Whining is a form of complaining, which is pointing out fault or expressing our displeasure in the situation. Whining results from not getting our way. Philippians 2.14 reads, Do everything without complaining and arguing. With these definitions in mind, we can confirm that this is good advice. When we are faced with situations that are challenging or not of our own choosing, verbally fighting them won't help. Whining and complaining sound like wanting our own way. As much as I hate it, I do find myself here at times. As did the real people whose accounts are written in the Bible. But a whole book of whining wouldn't really be helpful for pointing us to the right ways of God. There is, however, a whole book of lamentations. We as humans may need some guidance in expressing our grief. In Galatians 6.2, we are advised to share each other's burdens. Grief, loss, and burdens tend to lead us to lonely places. We feel alone in our struggles, but God knows that we were made for relationship with Him and with others. So sharing our burdens is good. When we can put words to the loss we feel and share those words, we invite someone else into our suffering. This is what lamentation teaches us. Inviting God into our heaviness makes it lighter. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30 comes to mind. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Notice here what God offers. Rest for your soul. A lesson he will teach you. And help carrying the burden. It's lighter. God is not offering a solution. 
He is not saying that he will take away all the problems. Lament isn't about finding a solution, but expressing our emotions. Lament isn't asking someone to solve the problem, but to sit with you in the dark space. This is an expression of love. It's offering a level of trust to share authentic feelings and an opportunity for the hearer to be witness to the pain. And if we look again at the verses, we see that Jesus shows us how to sit with someone gently and humbly. This love can form strong bonds between people and with the divine. As we read at the beginning, at the end of Lamentations, the writer still remains uncertain of the outcome. He's not sure that God will step in and save them. Ending with the words, unless you have utterly rejected us and you remain exceedingly angry with us, shows us that lament is not some form of manipulation to try and get their way, but simply a beautiful expression of authenticity in which only the honored are invited into. In the end, I have landed in a place that it's okay to dislike whining. However, perhaps I need to listen a bit closer with my heart to detect the lament that could be hidden inside the whining. I don't know very many children who know how to eloquently express their feelings, but they could be trying to do just that. Then again, Maybe I am too. Also, I have discovered that sharing burdens both ways with real and trusted friends is a beautiful reflection of our relationship with Jesus. For when a true friend chooses to sit with us in our pain, we may find ourselves pausing for a rest, embracing a new perspective, feeling a smidge lighter. And when God is invited into those precious moments, we may just feel the touch of his everlasting arms around us or hear a faint beat of his heart. Let's pray. Elohim, we invite you into our pain and loss those dark valleys you are leading us through. Sometimes we just need a place to sit and tell you about how we feel, not to persuade or manipulate, but to share the burden. Your ears are always at the ready to hear us. You see our every tear when the words simply won't form. You bring light to our lonely darkness. And we are forever grateful. Lord, help us to lament more than we whine and complain. And help us choose wisely with whom to share our hearts. 
Remind us that you are always a safe place to turn. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious and I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast and it has helped you in any way, please tell a friend so it may bless them as well. You can find links in the show notes to connect with me on Instagram or through my website and even subscribe to my email list. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.